like pack. All right, it is Texas Radio's signing day special here. Presented by David Gardner's Jewelers in the Rollo Insurance Studio. Uh, we've added to our panel. Chris Taylor is in the house with us. We'll get to him momentarily. Bronny's with us. Lucci's taking some phone calls. But right now, um, let's go to the BCSI hotline. We are joined by Ish Harris, the athlete extraordinaire, running back, linebacker at a pilot point. Ish, how are you, sir? How great is it to be a part of this historic signing class? It's great, man. I'm doing good. You know, woke up real early this morning. Check Twitter, man. I've been up all day. Just graduated today, too. So, it's, you know, it's a great day to sign. Well, congratulations to you, buddy. And uh, I guess, Ish, talk about uh, your role as a recruiter. I know you and Bobby would go back and forth as trying to be the best recruiter in this A&M class. And, uh, you know, you up there in Dallas and Bobby in Houston. Uh, how important was that, those those roles that both you and Bobby played? You know, when Bobby Bobby committed early, so he had a little bit of head start on me. But when I uh, ended up committing, you know, I put as much as I could toward, you know, recruiting other people. You know, he has Houston area on lockdown. And most of the big five stars, you know, I'm just the side guy. I just take care of all the, the little things, you know, whatever they need me to do. I'm usually like more of a when they come on official business type of host. Yeah. Bobby knows how well, to talk to him over. But I know how to talk to him in person, man. So, yeah. you know. Us building this this class together, me, him, Donovan, you know, all the recruits, it's been great. It's been fun, man, and we're not done yet. Well, talk talk a little bit about about the brotherhood amongst the commits, guys spread out all over the country. A lot of y'all, obviously, in the state of Texas. But like, who are some of the guys that you say you've grown closest to over this recruiting cycle? Some of the guys, I'd say probably Malik Silla, guys like Bob and. Um, Walter Nolan, like, we, we all kick it every weekend we go down there. Those are probably my three closest. You know, I'm rooming with Bobby and Evan. So it's going to be, it's going to be you know, good to see what's all going on and stuff when we when we get there. I, but we all I heard, uh, I heard Walter's pretty funny dude. Oh, yeah, man. Big, big Walt, or Lil Walt, actually. Lil Walt, man, he's hilarious. He is yeah. a character. <laughs> Well, I guess talk to us a little bit about where where you see yourself fitting in at A and M. We've got you listed at six foot four, two hundred. Where are you walking around at height weight these days? And then kind of what's your progression once you get on campus? Yeah, I'm about six four, two hundred five now. My you know my progression is to just add weight, get bigger. You know, I'm not you know I'm not worried about playing my freshman year. I mean, it would be fun just to be like on a kickoff or you know a package or two, but. I'm not worried about getting that much playing time because all the playmakers we already have there are coming in. My time will come probably my sophomore year. So I'm just going to sit there, you know, indulge it, get learn everything. So by the time I do have to step up, you know, I'll be ready to take over that lead, that role. And just last thing, we'll let you go. Your relationship with Tyler Santucci, what kind of guy is he and how y'all's, how you, the bond between you two, how's that grown? Man, it's crazy, you know, Coach Tucci, man, he's like my mom and dad's brother. They talk every day, man. They love him. That's my guy. He takes care of me, man. He makes sure I'm on the right path. And, you know, that's all you can really ask for from a coach, especially your parents handing you over to to someone else for the next four years and turning you from a young man to a man, you know. That's the kind of, that's the type of people we're looking for. And uh, Tucci fits that role really good. Well, Ish, congratulations on your signing. Congratulations on your graduation. Uh, we look forward to seeing you here in College Station, buddy. Appreciate it, y'all. Thank y'all.
Thank you very much. The sheriff's there on the BCSI hotline. And I want to remind everybody it's recruiting country right now. Typically, we're talking about the guys who are going to sign. People are signing today. It is presented by Caprock Health System, a faster patient-centered revolution in care with two ERs in the BCS, the original 24-hour ER in South College Station on William D. Fitch, and the full-service hospital with ER in Bryan on Briarcrest. Catch them online at caprockhealthsystem.com. Chris Taylor joining us now. And, uh, Chris, uh, thank you so much for joining the show. Just uh, your thoughts on some of the guys that have signed this morning. I know you were watching tape late last night. The great number seven. Yeah, no, well, it's actually 42, man. <laughs> go, I, I'm going to claim that one. I, knew, I was anything. just seeing yeah. if you correct me. <laughs> no, 42 is where it's at. Yeah, man, well. no, th- this recruiting class has, has been amazing. You know, watching – um, you know, the the receiver play, watching, you know, Connor, him, him signing. They've got some guys on that offensive side of the ball they are going to be difference makers, you know. And so, but then you look at the defensive side. You know, you know the names that are coming in. And, you know, to, to wake up this morning and, and see Gabriel already signed, I mean, that's a big thing. I mean, I, I think he is a, he's a, a guy that can get on the field immediately. He can be an impact uh, player immediately. Uh, just, you know, has the size, the speed the you know the athleticism but I think the biggest part is he when he shows up to the football he's pissed off and he's he's right. making plays and so um this class I think top to bottom from the defensive line to the tight end group to the, the you know the quarterbacks the receivers um even the back end the defensive backs these guys have a chance to play early in my opinion and and be big difference makers on the field when they when they step out there and get a chance to go. Billy, we just talked to Ish Harris, and I don't know if you heard. He we asked him what his expectations were once he gets on campus and he said, "Look, I don't know that I'm trying to play my first year. I understand what the kind of playmakers that A&M's bringing in. I need to add weight and I'd like to, you know, learn the defense." Oh, he's like, "I'd be great to get on special teams and learn a package, but really a mature answer from a kid that yeah. kind of knows who he is and knows where he fits." He hadn't played a lot of linebackers, the but thing. the athletic traits are certainly there. And we haven't talked about Ish yet because it came in right before a break, mm-hmm. uh, so this would be a good time. I, that's the thing. He was so spread out. How long did it take you to, to really learn how to play wide receiver? And you were an offensive guy. Mm-hmm. This is a guy that's going to play linebacker that has played. I mean, he scored like, I forget what the number is. It's like something more in the neighborhood of 40-something career touchdowns on offense. And, you know, he's playing – He's playing running back. He's playing all over the field. He's playing multiple spots on defense. So great mindset to have because it's going to take him a minute. But, look, you know, there was another guy that did that that came in here recently, a guy by the name of Buddy Johnson from a very similar background in how he was used and what he did. So I think uh, Ish is a guy that if he comes in with the right mindset, you're going to look up and go, okay, I see. I see exactly, and I love linebacker CT, and just like I like DBs that played quarterback. I love linebackers that were productive, skilled offensive football players in high school. I think learning that playmaking trait as a front seven player uh, is is really important, like Billy said. And I think when the overall, if I had to describe A&M's front seven signing hall, it would be athletic. Like, athletic doesn't do it justice. Like, whatever the next level above athletic is, that's how I would describe what they're going to do in the front seven. And that's where you win games in the SEC. Uh, you also might want to use the, the word big when it's all <laughs> said and done. If they can, if they close it out with guys like Nolan and Lucas, and then, you know, you Eni got White, Eni and, and, and uh, Eni and Malik on the edge. I'm saying, though, if if you get guys like – 
uh, Walt, Big Walt, Dindy, mm-hmm. Lucas. I mean, the, that's a lot of size up front. I mean, that's they're building a national. Ch- yeah, like, like, listen, um, so all we've heard about this week is Texas's O line on social media. They, they, it's like been a concerted push. And credit them for they they care more about Twitter than anything else and 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 nil and the uh, the hell out of players here. But they're passionate man, uh, yeah, yeah, they are. But and and they are relentless. They're like the 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 tide. And I don't mean they're not like the Alabama Crimson Tide. They think they are, but they're like the actual tide on Twitter. It just they just keep coming no matter what. Lose to Kansas, keep coming. Five and seven, keep coming. Don't get Urban Meyer, keep coming. Tom Herman fails, keep coming. Charlie Strong fails, keep coming. O line, O line, O line, O line. No, they're about to find out what with what A and M's about to do on the D line. Uh, those two teams can't get on the field soon enough because I'll put my money on the dudes A and M signing in the defensive trenches over anything that college football has to offer. And I'm not talking about Texas. I'm talking about real ones. I'm talking about Alabama. I'm talking about Georgia. I'm talking mm-hmm. about Ohio State. Uh, you give me a collection of highly regarded O linemen and this group of D linemen. And and Chris, you know this. The D line's gonna typically win. Yeah. You yeah. give me a lead on elite, that D line's gonna typically win. Yeah, you, you have those guys that it just seems like every time you get to camp and the defense is always ahead of the offense, just because, you know, one guy on offense, this whole thing breaks down. Mm-hmm. But you got four guys up front or three guys, whatever front you're playing, and then you have linebackers that can add in and they can they can drop in coverage and now you start having you know, things that you can do. You can be exotic on defense and, and running a bunch of different schemes and blitzes and things. And so, you know, having – I'm just looking at the front seven that yeah. A&M is amassing right now. And a lot of these guys, you know, you, you know, you look at Dendy, he's ready to go now. Yeah. Walter Nolan, he's ready to go now. Um, you know, Montreal Harris, I think he's another guy that, you know, when I turn on the film of him, he's sideline to sideline. He's a really, really, really good player. His motor's always going. He has an opportunity to play early. So you look, you know, top to bottom in this class, there are a lot of guys that have the ability to play right now and make an impact. Let me ask you this, because we got time to sit here and talk, you know, which we normally don't do on sign day, which means we have a busy afternoon, Bronny. Well, but, I did want to get to some of these guys that may not sign during while we're on air. We need to talk about yeah, it. Yeah, okay. But let's do that. I was going to ask CT, though. Give me give me your favorite – I'm, I'm – I'm making you pick one. It's like picking your favorite kid right now because this class is so good. Your favorite guy that A&M's either got in the boat or expected to sign to down each side of the ball, one each. My favorite guy on offense, Noah Thomas. Yeah. Fell in love with his tape. Man, mm-hmm. I, I think phenomenal talent. Underrated, but I yeah. think you look for big things. Um, defensively, I mean, how can you go wrong with any of those guys up front? But I think the one that, is going to kind of tie this whole thing together. Um, I like Bryce Anderson. And I know yeah. that, that, you know, Bronny, you have, you know, you, you've had that relationship and you all have talked. He's like me, quarterback, versatile. He's going to move to the defensive side of the ball. I think he's going to be a, I think he's going to be a big time player. For he me. probably could have been a pretty good corner. I, that, I don't know if, if I had to do tackles. it again, I would have went that route. We didn't have to tackle back That's in those true. days. That's true. You know? Yeah, you could have locked some of you. Yeah. You would have been a hell of a corner. Actually. If you're going to ask me one more guy that, uh, the class is incredible. On defense, I'm picking Harold Perkins. It's the best athlete I've seen play defense. You know, about might be the best who's, running back in Texas, right? Who's yeah. out there still? Is that was part of your question, right? Mm-hmm. If A&M gets that dude, yeah. 
Okay. I mean, no, I, I meant I meant the guy, uh, the guys expected oh. to sign her. Oh, I thought yeah, you said yeah. If you could add anybody, for sure. But okay. Speaking of speaking of, what's left out there uh, for today and the early signing period? Perkins is a guy that maybe in a perfect world you could slip him in and sign him, and nobody knows about it till January second. But maybe there's one lucky team, whether it's located in College Station, Baton Rouge, or Austin. Uh, but we're not expecting that. But out of the guys expected and it uh, today through the three-day signing period, let's real quickly take stock of where things are at and what we're hearing. Start, uh, just start naming names. I think the biggest name out there for perception in the state of Texas is obviously Cam Dewberry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because of how long he's been on the radar mm-hmm. at a premier school in greater Houston uh, with a head coach who played quarterback at Texas A&M, obviously the lineage yeah. at Atascacita with Kenyon Green coming here. Um, I'm looking forward to that announcement, and I think if it goes A&M's way, uh, and this is a kid that can get on the field early. And, I like where the Aggies stand there. Go back real quick to a quote he gave me, CT. He said, you know, a lot of these schools are talking to me about I can come in and play early. Mm-hmm. Josh Henson and Texas A&M showed me that I could come in and play early by starting Reuben Fothery and Bryce Foster. Yeah, that was a big deal. I, I like where the Aggies stand with him. Uh, I th- You talk about perception. Uh, one in terms of swinging to the number one class that could be as big as anybody is actually Anthony Lucas because if you end up battling Bama for that number one spot, if you're fortunate enough to to have things fall into place that way, that's a straight up head to head swing. And I, I think I, I, I've been saying all day I feel really good about where A&M stands there. I feel great about where they stand with Eni White, the number thirty seven, thirty eight mm-hmm. player in the entire country. And then uh, uh, that those four. Are the, are the main, the primary ones. We've still got to talk about uh, a few guys that are totally expected to sign. The one that's interesting, and, and people were asking about it earlier, Evan Stewart hasn't signed yet. I do think that's, you know, I wouldn't say a, a concern because nothing has pointed to it being a concern, but I, I'm just saying, just like all the fans, I'm sure everyone in Bright, it'll be a big sigh of relief when he signs because now we talk about special players. Mm-hmm. Uh, that dude's exactly what this offense has has lacked. He's as close to Jalen Waddle and Devontae Smith that's coming out of the yeah. state and since those guys came well since Jalen came through. Yep. Yeah. Programming update, we should have Jimbo Fisher on the show at the bottom part of it around ten forty five or so. So that's appointment uh listening and viewing as well. Let's take a quick break. We'll come back more with our signing day coverage here on Texags Radio presented by David Gardner's Jewelers. We're back, Texags Radio presented by David Gardner's Jewelers. Here in the Rollo Insurance Studio, our signing day special show here will be going on until 11 a.m. And then later on on YouTube and also on TexAx.com, uh, Bronny and Lucci will be taking over and doing a little. Is it two to four? Am I right about that, Bronny? It'll be a little before four. Yeah, two to and then I mean it two went, till whenever. And when Billy leaves, I think Hal said he would come in, uh, just kind of tracking down the latest this afternoon. Great. So let's. Uh, we got a couple of talking points I want to get into. Walter Nolan, a name we brought up a couple times on this show. He's expected to sign later on this afternoon. Uh, he had a tweet out yesterday. Some people got a little worried because some reports out of that area there in Tennessee. But uh, just uh, some thoughts on what Walter, another huge guy, adding to that defensive line. Game wrecker. <laughs> Offensive game plan wrecker. You, he, the interior you're not going to be able to block him. Even in, even in the Southeastern Conference. I mean, we've seen guys come through that you can say that about. Heck, A&M's had uh, one here recently with Marr. But I think when, when you have a guy at that size with that kind of get-off and athleticism and that closing speed, uh, 
I don't know. I, I look, Miles Garrett was an end, mm-hmm. a pure end. He's on the list, but I, I and they've signed some great inside. Like Ty Warren, mm-hmm. Gabe Brownlow, Dindy today is high. But when it comes to a, a, just a three hundred plus pound guy that that's as unblockable as some, I go back to Sam Adams in the last time that I saw A and M Inc. It, it, Miles is on that list. Ty is on that list. But in terms of just being a unique uh, elite, elite like on a whole nother level of elite, like. I wouldn't even call him elite. I'd say rare. You just don't see guys like this very often in the recruiting process. He's that good. CT, he's look at him lining up on the on the outside. CT, he's three hundred and ten pounds and runs sub five forty. I think he's a lot bigger than that, yeah, my friend. That's that's what that's an NFL ready type. Guy. I think he's closer to three thirty than he would be three ten. Well, I don't care what you say. You don't have to correct me. I'm correcting you. I'll, I'll be willing to bet. I've seen a lot of people. That that level, he's that dude is. An Regardless, my point stands. He's yeah. going to run. I mean, sub you're just five doing four. a lot of correcting today in that chair. We might. You, I don't know if he, you think um, you're Gabe or he who. put a lot of stress on that jersey wherever he's at. So he, um, man, but the get off, the hands, the awareness, all of those things that you love to see. Um, I mean, Walter Nolan, he he possesses all of those things. I mean, he's a. You, you guys said he's a game wrecker. He's yeah. a he's a game changer. He is a, a guy that when you go in and you start breaking down film on Sunday for your next opponent, you've got to find out where this where this young man's going to line up. And they're so. doing that next September. Yeah. yeah, and they're doing that with a lot of positions on the field. Like it's not just going to be on the defensive line; it's going to be at linebacker. Like at some point, these offensive coordinators in the league are going, they've just got better players than we do. How do we scheme it up? Pick your point, you know, and the fact that he can move in, he can move down the line and he can play inside. It's just, I mean, you find what that matchup is. You find where that weakness is along the offensive line. You put him there and you just exploit it all day. He's got so much power, too. If he, if he needs to play with that, there's so much quickness for a guy his size. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, he's just like a big cat out there, you know, like a like a puma. The way he can just track you down at, at that size, it's, it's insane. But I'll tell you this, imagine this fall. Like, we always like to look on down the road, like the whole recruiting class. Mm-hmm. Imagine just this season, if he emerges and you can have guys on the interior with him alongside McKinley Jackson mm-hmm. in year three or Shamar Turner in year two or Isaiah Rakes in year three. Like, what they're able to roll out on the defensive interior plus whatever else they sign this year. But I'm just thinking day one. Like McKinley Jackson alongside, you know what that does for a Shamar Turner? I mean, I mean Walter. You know when you've got those two, and if Walter's just Somebody's so, big, be so big and unstoppable, yeah. so you're gonna make a second year Shamar Turner deal with guys one on one or McKin like the whole. You talk about a, a significant swing in your football team that comes via a true freshman out of high school, but mm-hmm. I think this is the type of guy that does that. His short area quickness and his ability in traffic to be explosive, CT, it's like he reminds me of Dalen Mack was just blowing plays up at yeah, one point, yeah. especially late in his career. He's doing that in a much more, a much bigger and more physical and twitchy body. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, his get-off is, is unreal. Mm-hmm. You know, he's – and then at the point of attack, it's not that he's – you know, he's getting there and it's a stalemate. He's winning those battles. He's, he's resetting the line of scrimmage, and he's pushing those guys, you know, two, three yards deep – and he's making plays in the backfield. It's the highest-rated player that A&M signed on the defensive line since Miles Garrett. 
and their second highest ever. Yep. Like you said, Billy, rare, rare. Yep. Guys, uh, quickly, we have about two minutes left in the segment. Let's talk about the wide receiver group. Uh, we talked a little about Noah Thomas earlier, Chris Marshall. Uh, eventually, Evan Stewart, we expect to sign here today. Uh, Evan's ability to play day one. Poof. Uh, Chris, why don't you tell us what you think? We've talked a lot about Evan Stewart. I, I think he's an absolutely spectacular talent. Yeah, I think the biggest thing I saw from from all three of these guys, Marshall, you know, Thomas, and, and Stewart, they track the football. It's unbelievable yeah. how they track the football. I mean, you throw it up to them, and they're going up. They're they're going to come down with it. You know, ninety percent of the time. You know, I I love the fact that you know he his his change of direction is, is you know is amazing. He catches the ball in tight spaces. He's able to make guys miss, and he's explosive enough to be able to take it the distance. So, I mean, you're you're just watching that play you know, right his there, video. Absurd. I mean. Yeah, he catches it in the backfield. He makes guys miss, and then he goes to the house. And so, you know, you have a receiver that, you know, he can beat you vertically down the field. If you throw it up in a jump ball situation, he can go up and get it. But then in short spaces, in, in tight spaces, he can make you miss and be able to take that five, six-yard catch and be able to convert it for an 80-yard touchdown. Well, I always think of guys like Noah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we mentioned, like, uh, John Jake Johnson. And like red zone, man, that length and that height, and but a guy like Evan Stewart in the red zone is a nightmare. Well, the red zone extends up from to about midfield with <laughs> that too. Him, but yeah. I'm saying when you're in that tight space and it's hard, like A and M, you know, uh, uh, nice has been. You're, I get it. Against, nice has been good in the red zone against Mississippi State and Ole Miss this year. A&M, in, in part, lost those games because they had first down at the 10-11 yard line in the fourth quarter with a chance to take the lead, and they couldn't, they couldn't get in the end zone because they had to throw, when they had to throw it, they couldn't get it in. And, yeah, you saw Anias was really good in some instances like that. When you think about Auburn on that two-point conversion, you think about Bama. Um, but Evan Stewart, you line up from you to you, and that's what they can do down there. Good luck covering him, especially if you can get him matched up on a safety. It's, it's you're not covering. You're not you know why he reminds me of Waddle? It's because he changes routes and trajectory and direction without losing speed, and right. that's what made Jalen Waddle yeah. elite. He could keep running and churning up yards, and he's making moves at a really high rate. Yeah. All right, a moment now for Caldwell Country Chevrolet Highway 21 and Caldwell online CaldwellCountryChevrolet.com. Our buddy Zach Hester's doing deals, deals, deals. You need to check out the website. Right now, many of you are thinking about getting a new vehicle, a pre-owned vehicle, and you're like, man, there's a shortage. What am I going to do? You're going to go to Caldwell Country Chevrolet. They bought a vehicle from me and bought it back. So. Look at you. Yeah. And probably got Very a top dollar. to deal with. Yep. That's what they do. Yep. Trade in. Whatever you're looking for, they're going to find it for you. The best service in around town, around the country, really, guys. Zach Hester and his crew does such a great job. It's about 15 minutes. Brian to Caldwell. Short conversation away, but you'll see the difference. When you step on the lot and do business with Zach and the fellows there at Caldwell Country Chevrolet, Highway 21 in Caldwell, online, caldwellcountrychevrolet.com. All right, welcome back to Act Radio, presented by David Gardner, Jewelers here in the Rollo Insurance Studio uh, here on Signing Day. And we've got a new signee, Jared Kerr, the safety there out of Lexington High School, is the newest Aggie, as that just came down right as the break approached, gentlemen. Yeah, I had a chance to sit down and talk with Jared just a couple of days ago about what this day meant to him and the, and the community of Lexington and CT. You're a small town guy. Um, you know, I, I think there's something to these kids that have grown up and been the best athlete in the town since the time they were 12 years old. There's a lot of expectation that comes with that, right? Mm-hmm. And he is safety, punt returner, quarterback, kick returner, wide receiver, running back, 
He's done it all, and he's had to do it all his whole life. He never came off the field. So I do like him as an athlete and as a player, and I really think he's a smart kid on the back end as a safety prospect. But I also love the fact that he has grown up with an expectation and a little bit of pressure of you've got to be the guy every play, every Friday night. Yeah, and, and you know, I can relate to that just, you know, with, with, you know, coming from Madisonville, not the biggest program. And I think a lot of it is, you know, you have these guys from these big 6A and, you know, 5 and 6A schools that wonder, are you able to compete at that level? And so, you know, I think he'll come in. He's been a do-everything, a Swiss Army knife of sorts for his program, and he'll come in and he'll want to prove to those guys, look, I belong. I belong playing at Texas A&M. I belong playing in the SEC, and he's going to have something to prove. So I look for him to come in, you know, really get to work, put his head down, and uh, go and earn him a, go and earn him a spot. Billy lost his senior season due to a back injury, one that was really similar to the uh, one suffered by Deuce Harmon uh, at the end of his career there at Denton Geyer. But we saw – Deuce bounced back and, and got into a lot of game action this year. When you watch Jared, I mean, what I know you were really high on him when A&M took him. That was a guy that Notre Dame really liked, Texas really liked, Oklahoma really liked. So it was it happened a while ago, but it was a big recruiting win for the Aggies. It was. I mean, this was a this was a guy. What were who were the earliest offers you were talking about? Notre, Notre Dame, Dame jumped Oklahoma. in very early. OU, yep. Texas, uh, Baylor was a real player. Um, I look. Chris, your adjustment from small town to A and M and Big Twelve football back when the Big Twelve was was real a real league. Uh, what was the most difficult part of that? Because you played a lot from day one, so yeah. what you you'd made the adjustment pretty easy. But what what was the hardest part? Um, the speed. Yeah, you know, you're, it, it's the the speed of the game is so much different. You know, you, you're talking about these big D linemen running. Yeah, I think Rocky Bernard ran like four six, yeah. something crazy. And then, you know, so you have those guys that are just as fast as you and you've got to adjust to the speed of the game. But I think that's going to be his biggest challenge. But once he understands how fast the game is played, uh, I'm not worried about the physicality of it, you know, playing safety and you're taking hits and doing those things. Guys hit the same way. You just have to get used to the speed of that game and be ready to adjust to it. Again, another very skilled athlete. Love his versatility. Uh, Seems like a tough football player. You know, I know you were down there yesterday. Everybody has great things to say about yeah, him. Yeah, just phenom- off the charts in terms of character when you talk to everybody around the Lexington community. And we have there are a bunch of Aggies. There are probably a bunch of Aggies that are listening to the show that are saying the same thing in Lexington. Yeah, and we're going to cut to break. But the other thing, Lexington's been good to A&M over the years, mm-hmm. you know, through recruiting. And for a, t- for a tiny town like that, besides uh, Snow's Barbecue, shout out Kerry Bexley and the crew over there. But they they've produced a lot of – high-level football players for a really small town. Hey, uh, Jimbo Fisher should be joining us on the next side of the break right now. A moment for Dr. Troy Holmes and Dr. Jeremy Stewart. A lot of you are smiling wherever you are at home, wherever, and your grill needs to be fixed, guys. If you're going to celebrate signing day, have good teeth. Come on, let's go get some Invisalign. Let's go get some braces. Or if your kids need it, right? Uh, My kids, my boys have already had uh, braces for about a year now, and it's been a great process. And when we moved to the College Station area, we had to find a place to go Help them out, and that's why we teamed up with Elms Orthodontics. They are awesome. Dr. Troy Elms, class of 86, mainstay in the community, 30 years doing great, great work. And you got Dr. Jeremy Stewart, class of 03. They are an amazing one-two punch. Get a free consultation today, 1501 Emerald Parkway in College Station. You can call up Elms Orthodontics at 979-693-6300 or learn more online at DrElms.com. All right, we are back. Here on Tex Radio, presented by David Gardner's Jewelers. 
that is the place you want to go to get all your jewelry needs. They are so good. They've been so good to this show from day one. Uh, the presenting sponsor always bringing it. You can catch their uh, greatness at 911 University Drive East in College Station. Shop online at davidgardnersjewelers.com. All right, we should be joined by Jimbo Fisher here momentarily on our signing day special. It's been an incredible morning so far. Guys, as uh, we're about to welcome on Jimbo here in a moment, just uh, some, some thoughts on how the day has gone, kind of as we expected, um, but there are some, some questions out there. <laughs> no doubt. I mean, we're sitting, we're still waiting on several really high-profile guys, and then, you know, Evan Stewart, long-time commitment. I think of all the commits, Evan and, and Smoke are who people are talking about. I feel, I've said all day I feel really good about Smoke. I've never really gotten reason to to fret that one. I said that last night. I, I maintain that today. Uh, the most, the, the most, you know, the one everyone's waiting for to see is Evan Stewart. You know, Texas is, is trying to get him. You know, they're using uh, Quinn Ewers. That's been a thing for a while, but Evan's been, he's been locked in for a long time. This is signing day stuff. So this is, uh, like we said, this is, this is what goes on. I mean, you're fighting battles, not just against Texas. Uh, they're, they're generating momentum being via social media, um, but you're fighting battles against Alabama. You're fighting battles against Georgia. You're fighting battles against Ohio State. Um, and here's the thing, David: they're winning the overwhelming majority of those battles right now, and it's beyond impressive. All right, let's go now to the BCSI hotline. We are joined by the head coach at Texas A&M, Jimbo Fisher, and Coach Fisher. Lots of hard work uh, your way, and it's a historic day for Texas A&M. Your thoughts as the day has uh, transpired so far? Well, I mean, it's about halfway through, and we still got a lot of a lot of calls that are going to be made later in the day. But very excited about the guys we have in it. The basis of a tremendous class, and you know, hopefully we can finish and close. And y'all, you know, there's always something. There's always some extra good things on signing day, and there's always a disappointing thing most of the time. So hopefully we don't get very many disappointings or any. But very excited about the guys we got. I think we're putting together a great class. Our staff and our recruiting staff. Everybody's done a great job across the board. I mean, all positions. Things we're doing so. I mean, it's, you know, putting together a complete deal, so we're going to need it to go compete in this league. And uh, very excited about the guys we're getting, man. Very excited. So many, uh, Jimbo, so many points along the way that you could point to where it felt like this class just got a shot of momentum. And I know you don't talk about yourself, but uh, I think your statement about how how much you plan on staying in A&M for the, for the duration, uh, that Alabama game, but there's so many highs and lows. What does it say about the staff you've put together, not just the, the assistant coaches but the recruiting staff that you guys uh, have been able to weather whatever came your way and whatever was thrown in front of you to put together a class like this? Well, I'm going to tell you that. I'm going to tell you that is the, that's the secret anymore to me and the key to success in the recruiting world and the world because you have to have enough of people who can constantly send a message, give the attention, build the relationships, and those guys are just as big a part of it as anything. And that's, that's, the, that's the way the things have to go. And like you say, if you have a down moment, you know, you got so many kids. you got all those guys that constantly while you're still coaching the game or getting ready for the next game and, and keep the message strong and what's going on and get communications out. It's been un- – our, our, our recruiting staff and our people, our full-time coaches have been outstanding. But our off-the-field people have been it, – it, it's amazing. It really is. And, and the work and the dedication and the relentless workers that they are and sending the message and believing in what we're building. I know we're going to have the press conference here with you this afternoon, and like you said, there's a lot of a lot of na- names out there that you guys are still waiting on. A couple of them that A&M announced that I, I'm I'm really curious to get your initial feedback on. Uh, first and foremost, a quarterback in in 
in Connor Wigman. Uh, and then also just that the tight end position is fascinating to me, what you guys were able to add today, a uh, couple of the very best tight ends in the country, and then you went out to Europe and got you know, the best one uh, in a whole nother country. So Wigman in the tight end position. Well, let me tell you something. I, I've said this. No, no offense to anybody else. Wigman was my choice in the game. I, I love him. I think he's the most yep. complete player in the country. I think his demeanor and his competitiveness and his ability to raise the level his teammates play and the things he's done, uh, outstanding. You know, he's, he's an unbelievable baseball player, but he has, I mean, he and I, I have a very, we see things very similar. That guy's got a chip on his shoulder to always compete and play. He doesn't back away from competition. He loves to step up. And when, you know, you know a lot of guys in these ratings, and I've seen it for years, well, that guy's better, this guy's better, and they never want to get to, he went, all right, where's he at? Let me go find out. Let me go see if he's good. Let me go see if he plays. And here's, and this guy here, however good in camp, when the game gets going, he's even better. He has a toughness to him. He has the athleticism to beat you with his head. More importantly, his competitiveness, his toughness, his ability to raise the level of his teammates. Then he can beat you with his arm and his feet. And he has all those intangibles plus the great gifts, I think, physically. And I think so. I just, I see him as a tremendous future and, and love everything about him. Our tight ends, again, I said Diamond Green, I said as complete a guy as there is in this country. You talk about block, it's got physical, man. He came up this summer in his camp and his camp workout. His ability to run, catch, get out of break, size, competitiveness, natural ball skills, natural body movement, and then you and then when you put pad like I got to do that when it's running around in shorts. You go watch his film. He'll put his hat right in the middle of your nose, and I mean bloody it now. I mean he can do yeah. everything. He can beat you vertically. I love everything about him. I mean I've said that tremendous basketball player, tremendous competitor, intelligent young man. I mean unbelievable. I, I can't say enough good. I know it's, it's all up at Mellon. Come over to Theo. I mean, just come over out of the blue as a group. And we've heard some things that he's on because there's other camp that this guy's doing good. He came out of our camp, man. Just ran, caught the ball. Just very smooth athlete. You know, again, he's playing football over there, but you look at the film, it's very impressive. And he's such a, everything he does is so natural. I mean, it really is. Got tremendous, I mean, can run, run, run like wide out. I mean, really does. He's in the four five and uh, can catch it, get vertical. I mean, can play out there in that thing. I think that's the thing about it. You say, well, hey, you use these guys. It's real easy. You can bunch them in and force people to play you with big people, and all of a sudden you can put them out there like wideouts and run routes. And you can control the personnel matchup just like they do in the NFL. And and these guys all have verticality, they have ball skills, they have toughness and all that. And then you add uh, Jake Johnson today, which was uh, was a really good add for us and what we're doing. It's just tremendous athlete, great balls, known him since he's in the eighth grade, uh, which is inspiring. Just to kind of kind of come out of the blue and. The situation here late. Great ball skills, great route running, unbelievable understanding of football. And when you get two or three of those guys, people have never done it. I used to do a lot of three tight end sets, and you place them and can really cause some problems. And you get two tight end sets, guys get injured, mix them up, keep the rotation. I mean, these guys are all really athletic. Jake can get vertical. He's got unbelievable ball skills, knowledge. I mean, just, I mean, I, you, it, it's amazing that three guys of that, that class and classification. And you, they, you can play them and you can make them be very successful. Well, Jimbo, we we could talk all day, and I know you've got a lot going on right now. So uh, as much as I'd like to hog your time for the rest of the show and, and talk, go down every position, you're going to do that with us this afternoon, and we'll catch up uh, after signing day. But really appreciate you coming on uh, in the middle of a very hectic day. I know you'd like all those signatures in by about 7.30 this morning, but you, you know better than I do. That's not the way it works. That's just the way it works. we got to hang on, and I uh, hope, hope, hope those relationships stay strong. I think they will. All right, buddy. Appreciate you coming. Good luck the rest of the day. Thank you, guys. You have a great day. Thank you, Jimbo, on the BCSI hotline. Appreciate his time here to 
busy, busy day for him to do it. So let me do this. Let me go through the list so far that we have right now uh, and what we expect to come here in the in the next few hours. So I will start off with the early signee this morning, Gabriel Brownlow Dindy, the defensive lineman from Lakeland, Florida. We had him on the show earlier. The guy is a beast. Donovan, I can say beast for all these. Donovan Green, the tight end, Dickinson High School, Ish Harris, the linebacker, pilot point. Jake Johnson, we mentioned him a moment ago with Jimbo, the tight end. Jaden Scarlett, defensive tackle out of Argyle. P.J. Williams, the offensive lineman from Dickinson. Bobby Taylor, who's done it on the field and really helped A&M off the field, the cornerback. Connor Wegman, Jimbo just said the most complete player uh, this year coming in, the quarterback out of Bridgeton. Marshall Harris, the linebacker from the Woodlands. Chris Marshall, Missouri City wide receiver. Malik Sela, uh, the defensive end. Hunter Erb, the offensive lineman. Theodore Mellon Orstrom from Sweden, the top tight end from there. The Europeans' best right there. Bryce Anderson, the safety out of Beaumont. Uh, Ethan Macholsky, the kicker out of Spokane, Washington. Noah Thomas, the big wide receiver. And Jared Kerr from Lexington. That is a big, big list. And the thing that stands out to me is people who are ready to play right away and the sheer size, guys. We're talking 6'5 wide receivers. We're talking mammoths on both the offensive line and on the defensive line. Interesting day. Obviously with the great class at A&M signing, but... We had boots on the ground at North Shore at their signing day ceremony. Denver Harris yep. was there. Yep. Uh, he showed up in sweats, does not appear to be signing, and according to a source there on the ground, uh, nothing's going to happen today. Mm-hmm. Um, look for some kind of a, maybe potentially an announcement after the state championship game on Saturday. Yeah. Um, we got. I, I would say it. I said it before, and I'll, I'll stand to it. I, I think A&M ultimately ends up winning out on that one. I do believe that, and I think uh, – it, you might have to wait till Saturday to hear about it, but I do think the Aggies ultimately win that battle. You'd love to have them all today. You could tell just yep. from talking to Jimbo, he's got a lot still out there, and for him to take a few minutes there, uh, he's probably like, all right, all right, let me go through these tight ends and get going because <laughs> there's a lot of activity going on across the street. I can promise you that. It's never easy, CT. No. You're trying to close no. a class like this. Yeah, man, I'm sitting here, and this is my first time really doing this. My nerves are bad. I mean, this is terrible. You should have seen him in the watch-alongs. Luchy had that leg going, twitching real bad. He's getting so worked up. Yeah. yeah. Uh, when we close the show, I love when the former players that, that actually yeah. did that. That that yeah, they care as much as like guys like you and Steve do. It just it uh, uh, it. A lot of times you go, well, I've been there, done that, and you detach, or you, you know, I don't care about recruiting. That doesn't matter, you know. But I, I feel like the. The guys like you guys that do it, 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 you guys, I think, appreciate it even more so than any of us do. And, and I think you hit it on the head. Aaron Oliver, yep. the angriest man the in angri- the world. Man. <laughs> the AMA. I thought that was Lonnie Madison. <laughs> no. Lonnie's just doom and gloom. Lonnie's <laughs> just perpetual doom. Ace is vi- Ace He's is like, angry. He's violently angry. <laughs> it's violently, crazy. But angry, <laughs> yeah. He's, I promise you he's listening right now in the tech. He doesn't send text, so Nuno, we're going to be getting the – the minute to two minute long audio the, message. The audio and by the way, was, yeah. before we go, I have to retract my statement about Amber. She's not happy about it. She says I mischaracterized her. <laughs> so I'm going to say I did. I, I'm projecting Hunter onto her. Okay. So we're going to retract. Well, she you're going to have to deal with that negative. person tonight, right? She's not one of the negative wins. That's Hunter. Okay. 
But you're going to have to face the music one way or the other tonight. But they are the battling Goodwins, whereas Scott Wood. And I want to stand up and say. The dueling Goodwins, the feuding Goodwins, the bickering Goodwins, whatever you want to call them. I won't take any more lip about my baseball parents, so I'm sticking up for Hunter and Amber. Oh. Because Holt, I'll send Holt up here, and he, are you, are you, Holt loves to get after you, by Are the you way. serving tonight? Uh, uh, do we have hibachi, hibachi at the thing? Yeah. At the Christmas party? Yeah. Why don't you come over to my table, sit down. I'll cook <laughs> it's a sandwich. white elephant gift. I might go see if I can find one of those chef's hats. That would be a perfect white elephant for tonight. Are we talking about Kingpin? Huh? Are we talking about Kingpin? The bowling movie? No. Just at some point, Google Kingpin from Marvel. Okay. A little okay. brawny action right there. Okay. <laughs> Is that what I look like? Kingpin, yeah. If I look like superheroes, I'm cool with it. Well, hey, uh, I can preview something. Just Google it, and you'll see what I'm talking about. uh, I'm I'm expecting not huge news, but a little bit of news for A&M today around lunchtime, around noon. Not huge news. On the recruiting front? Yeah, somewhat. But uh, I think it'll be a name that, you know, A&M fans know. Oh, yeah, I know know where you're teasing that. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I I think I like it. Yeah. it's off. It's, let's just say it's, it's just say what it is. It's a, it's a, a, from the uh, PWO department. Yeah, yeah. Something we're looking forward to today. I, I'm looking forward to a lot this afternoon, and we're going to come back. I know. I got to get this lunch lift here. Uh, well, you better have your phone with you during the lift. It's overhead is there a press way, day. Is there a way that you can bench press and it's hold overhead your phone? press day? CT. You have a whole day dedicated to overhead. Nuno, just start talking again, please. All right, guys. So you're going to be back at around 2 o'clock on YouTube and on TexAgs.com. <laughs> we'll have Luch and, and Bronny doing that coverage for you. I'll be at the press conference with Jimbo at 3.30. Our thanks to Brandon Leone, who joined the show, Steve McKinney, Chris Taylor, our former players, and all the greatness that they brought into the program. Our guests on the show, we started way early with Coach Nelson there. Um, early in the program, we had Bobby Taylor, Gabriel Brownlow, Dindy, Ish Harris as well, and of course Jimbo Fisher was on the program. It's been a, uh, a great day, and I will go through that list um, before we hit the break. This is what we have so far, guys. Gabriel Brownlow, Dindy, Donovan Green, Ish Harris, Jake Johnson, Jaden Scarlett, P.J. Williams, Bobby Taylor, Connor Wegman, Marshall Harris, Chris Marshall, Malik Sela, Hunter Erb, Theodore Mellon Orstrom, Bryce Anderson, Ethan Macholsky, Noah Thomas, Jared Kerr, and we still have a lot more left to get done here today. So we will be all over it on texags.com. Make sure you become a premium subscriber and get all the greatness. Our thanks for all of you watching, listening all around the world. Thank you so much. This will do it for the Wednesday edition of Texags Radio presented by David Gardner's Jewelers. But of course, much more on the site throughout the day. It's Texags Radio. With the Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18-plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.